This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. As New Zealand vintners prepare for their grape harvest, spare a thought for growers over the ditch. Crisis talks have been held in the Riverland region of South Australia, which supplies almost 70% of the country's crush. The growers, who mostly supply bulk wine producers, have also staged protests about the rock-bottom prices they've been getting for their fruit, and reports say many are throwing in the towel leaving grapes on the ground, moving into pumpkins or spraying their vines to stop them germinating. Our guest this week is Chris Archer, who works in both the Australian and New Zealand wine industries as a winemaker and consultant and is co-owner of niche New Zealand-based wine company, Joy. Chris, how serious is the situation for wine growers at the moment in Australia? I think it's a pretty tough time for them, actually. Uh, It's an industry that has known a lot of booms and busts, But this one's been a big one and it's been coming uh, since 2020. Effectively, when China, uh, they they were Australia's largest export of about 20% of their volumes and uh, that got turned off in 2020 due to high tariffs that was politically motivated. And, um, you know, the industry's been absorbing that, but effectively there's 163 million litres of wine made every year that has got no home to go to. Is it all down, though, to Australia's battle over tariffs with China? Um, it's it, Well, there's, there's other trends as well. You've got um, pretty much the traditional wine markets around the world are all facing decline in, in wine sales. You know, you're looking at Australia around 12%. Um, New Zealand's similar. Uh, and it's more, the, you know, these markets are still drinking the same or more alcohol. It's just that they're moving, the younger generations are moving to spirits and RTDs. And cost of living, is that having an effect? Uh, I believe so. I mean, uh, the, the spirits, you know, are, are, are quite cheap to manufacture. But I, I think it's also a change of trends that these demographics have been actively marketed to by companies and they've, the numbers are their success, really. The damage that's happening at the moment in Australia is, is in that production-driven wine, which is, you know, that sub-$15 a bottle wine, which is kind of like the daily drinking of, of, of the market and then that is where it's all starting to shift away and that's the high volume of the industries and so you know these these poor grape growers in Renmark I mean they've been supplying wines for the last 30 35 40 years um, and it's all been good because the, the industry's been expanding but uh, but now there's an industry in decline and um, the first ones to go, unfortunately, are the grape growers because the wineries, you know, they have their own grapes that they make as well. You know, typically in Australia, you're looking at about 33% of, of the wineries own their own vineyards. And so they use the grape growers as a supplement to, to, to move their volumes up and down depending on the, the sales to market. And are we talking just about the, the bulk supplies here? 
there is trends that they're saying that the premium side is plateauing as well. And again, I, I guess, you know, the people who are drinking these high premium wines are getting older. And, you know, the, the younger generations are coming through are, are probably looking at more premiumization of spirits and not wine. And so, I mean, our industry thinks that they'll come back, and I hope they do. Um, but it, there's certainly going to be a rejig of the structure of the, the, the traditional wine business model. So what's the likelihood of New Zealand growers suffering the same fate as their Aussie counterparts? Uh, you, know, we've, you know, we've got a dominance in Sauvignon Blanc. It's 70% of our planted land area and it's 80% of our volume. So we're, we're a one-horse pony effectively um, and that makes us vulnerable. Um, and we had a bit of a glitch, you know, in 21 when we had, uh, you know, Marlborough had a 20% decrease in crop. What happened then is that we couldn't supply the markets that we'd fought for for the last 20, 30 years. And so those markets, instead of having an empty shelf, will just look to South Africa or to Chile or to North America to fill that spot. And once they've got that spot, it's really hard to get that back. And that's what we're, that's what the industry's doing now is to, you know, re-hit those shelves. But the problem is, is that, you know, there's good quality wine around the world, you know, and, um, you know, we, it's a battle. You yourself have moved from producing bottled wine to canned wine, obviously a, a niche market here, but you saw a consumer trend. Yeah, I, I saw, you know, that we started this 10 years ago and we, we saw that the wine industry weren't catering to smaller volumes to people who um, wanted portion control. And so that's been very much our focus. And especially in these times when there's, you know, people are being more health conscious, drinking less, the, the smaller portions are definitely um, a, a really good option for them. And further, the whole um, aluminium recycling, the, the technology there and the can is, is way superior in environmental footprint. Uh, recycling um, and it looks after the wine just as well as glass so it's 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 a great move for us winemaker chris archer there are hopes australian wine will be able to start flowing into china again at the end of march after a meeting between the country's trade ministers this week botox cosmetic out of botulinum toxin a fda approved for over 20 years so Talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. <laughs> 